BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Welcome to With Wit. This is the second to last time I will say that this year. So crazy. I hope you are all feeling super proud of yourselves for getting through this year. I don't know what it has brought you, but recognize that you made it to the other side. I've had a really crazy week. My sister Jade, who you all probably know by now, is here with her husband Brett and their baby Tate. We've just had loads and loads of work leading up to leaving next week. We're going to Jamaica for a week, which I'm so excited about. But my family and I have just been doing our fave things together. We're watching lots of TV. We started the Harry and Meghan documentary. Jade and I also yesterday watched the Culpo Sisters show, entertaining and fun, especially because it's five kids and one like celebrity sis. And so it's just interesting, kind of feels like it could be our family, except for the fact that I would never allow my family to do a TV show with me. But I'm taking JD to a Jimmy Choo event later, and we're just having the best time. So today we actually did these amazing face toy masks that I got in a face toy subscription box from Amazon. I knew that Jade would love it because she's a skincare guru and genius and loves doing all my skincare stuff with me. But the subscription boxes from Amazon are amazing. This one is filled with sheet masks and skincare essentials. It was just like such a fun way to refresh my standard routine. I was also completely out of face masks, which I use pretty much once a week. I mean, my eye mask I use like every day, but I love, love, love a face mask. And I really wanted to try something new. So you should check out Amazon subscription boxes. They also have so many options for kids among so many other categories. I found a box for Sunny. It has really great stuff for while he's out of school because right now he just wants to play all the time. So I'm excited that I have some new stuff coming for him. It's really wonderful, but I need the activities. There's this little passports box, which looks super cute too. So definitely check out the Amazon subscription boxes. But anyway, I am so excited to share that my brand new and improved website, WhitneyPort.com is now live. We've been working it on for literally a year. Please go check it out. It is my new hub for everything going on with my business and such a fun place to learn and shop and have a sense of community. I'm so proud of it. And I'm so excited to have a new one-stop shop for you. I'm also working on this really cool 
part of the site where I'm going to be able to do live chats with you and I really want to make them styling focused. So it's just going to be really, really awesome. I worked with Chloe Digital on this project and during the redesign, I interviewed Chloe Digital's founder and CEO, Chloe Watts, who's been a super inspirational figure in my life. You're going to love her. I've known her forever. She's a self-taught coder who launched her business in 2014 when she decided to empower entrepreneurs with the tools to step into their power and build sustainable and scalable businesses with content at its lifeblood. You'll hear from her on how she can help creators view themselves as the leaders of their brands, the need for creators to realize they are in the driver's seat of the ever-changing digital world, asking for help and so much more. So here is Chloe. I'm so happy that you're here and we're able to talk about all this fun stuff in person. We're in the process of developing a whole new Whitneyport.com, which is going to have like so many amazing cool features and a shop and like a, a chat room for styling questions and just like so much cool stuff. But before we dive into that, I thought you could just maybe fill in everybody on like what is Chloe Digital? Like, what are you guys focusing on most right now and, and what you stand for? Sure. Awesome. So I feel I've always stood for the same thing. Like, I care so much about women and I care about women living the life of their dreams through technology. So I think as I've grown up, that has manifested in different ways. Mm -hmm. And also as the industry, the industry we're in has grown up, that's kind of manifested in different ways. But that's something that I always believe in because... Mm -hmm. I feel that when women in our brand statement is own your story, create meaningful impact. And mm -hmm. I feel that when women can do that, we change the world. And for me, like being a creator, an influencer, whatever, the most important key piece of that is to create meaningful impact. Mm -hmm. It's beyond like selling a product. It's how can you connect with another human being and help them on their journey in their life. So that's always been my thing. And I'm, I'm able to do that through Chloe Digital by helping amazing women like you like build your businesses and honestly like I feel very privileged to be able to do that like I started this business I was like 24 years old oh my god and I was a baby <laughs> so proud of you for taking that risk well, and I think you. a lot of people listening here are looking for that kind of mentality of wanting yeah. especially now like wanting to go out on their own and realizing that the typical nine to five is not necessarily something yeah. that they want or need anymore or have to have in order to make a living and I feel like it's women like you that have really paved the way oh, you know and you right now what is the core of Chloe Digital yeah so our core business is growth strategy and business development okay. so really looking at where you want to take your business and how can we strategically help you get there so during that process there'll be things like a roadmaps or launches or different things that's happening in your business but also it is a website so we know like the website is the foundation of your business and mm -hmm. you should have that. Mm -hmm. So we have a studio in-house that enables our clients to build websites as well. So I love the fact that part of your business, so many people fell off of it, just concentrated on social, but mm -hmm. you always felt that that should be the foundation of your business and you've invested in making something amazing. And for me, part of the journey is, is telling women that they should be doing that because mm -hmm. they own that space, that's their own real estate. And that goes back to the whole owning your story and, and your power, you know? In order for you to have a brand presence and for people to know who you are, what you're doing, what your mission is, like you need to have a home base for that. And that's what the website is. But like, what is the culture of the blog world right now? Yeah, I think it's in a really transitional period at the moment. And I think what's happened is a lot of people don't want to associate with the word blogger. 
And they think to be a blogger means that they have to be writing long form content Monday through Friday. And that's what the website is for. Mm -hmm. So if you're not interested in doing that, if you're spending more time with video or short form content, you think that a lot of people think that the website then isn't beneficial. Mm -hmm. But we are doing the work to help people realize that's not the case. Like it's just like you said, your home base. Mm -hmm. It could just be a portfolio of your brand partnerships. It could be just how to get in touch with you, whatever it looks like for you where you're at right now that should be represented as your brand on your website. And I think a lot of people confuse that for thinking of the old school vibe of, I'm just not interested in producing content in that way anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's completely fine mm -hmm. because I think that as your brand pivots over time, you're always going to have this home base that you're driving back your community. Mm -hmm. And you will always be able to control that. If any changes, any new social platforms come up, whatnot, everyone knows that they can always go to WhitneyPort.com. Right. What are some of the first steps that someone can take to build their own website? Sure. So there's loads of kind of plug and play platforms out there like Wix, Squarespace, Webflow. There's quite a few. And I even say when you're starting out, don't invest heavily in a website because mm -hmm. you don't actually know what you really want. So there's no point spending loads of money creating something that's so epic and then actually you're not able to drive your community in the way that you want it. So you're better off doing something inexpensive, learning as you go, seeing actually how you want this destination to kind of pan out. Mm -hmm. And then over time say, okay, I get it now. I get what my community comes to me for. Now I'm ready to make this destination for myself and, and for them. So mm -hmm. I say use those plug and play tools, like I mentioned, because you can get a website up in a day and then you can just start to build the habit of being consistent of producing on that site. And mm -hmm. like I said, it doesn't have to be long form blog content. It could be where you put all of your shopping links. So you just need to be consistent at doing that or repurposing some of your social content on there, whatever that looks like for you. But you have to build up the habit of actually taking your website seriously, I'd say, before investing, because a lot of people are excited. And, you know, when you start a business, you're motivated and you're pumped, but you don't stay motivated and pumped every day of the week, do you? Totally. No, no, no. <laughs> it definitely loses its allure after a yeah. while, for sure. I definitely have creativity when it comes to like designing and 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 product. But when it came to actually designing my website, I was really stuck on like, what do people want to see? Like, I want lots of color. I want print. I want busy. I want texture. But then the more I was talking to your web developers, they were like, wait, we need to tone this down a little bit. Like, it needs to be a little simple. It can't be so busy. And so what kind of advice would you say to someone who doesn't necessarily know how to like pin down their brand identity and how to how to build the website from like a creative place? You know, when you make a website, it's the beginning because you're always making little tweaks to continue to, to better it. So I'd say in answer to that question, it's about thinking about your target consumer and mm -hmm. what it is that you want them to do on the website and how can you make it as easy as possible for them? Because everybody's time poor and for them to take the time to go over to your website, that's a, already a dedication. So how can you make sure that they find what they're looking for as quickly as possible? Right. When I was building my website, I knew that I wanted there to be like a major shop feature. Like I wanted there to be one home base where everyone yeah. could go to make sure that like they could find what they wanted that I'm curating. Other than that, like I didn't necessarily know what should be part of my website. So what would you recommend for someone like me to make sure yeah. that I had on my site? Oh, love that question. So yeah. I would say... <laughs> everything that is you. So mm -hmm. in the end, we have like the podcast section, we've got your collaborations, we've got everything that is you as a brand, because you are a personal brand. And that's the space that we're in. So really, 
when someone comes to your website, they can feel you, mm-hmm. right? When they mm-hmm. go on it, they feel you, they're excited. They're excited to enter your world and they're excited to be a part of your community. So I think for people, it's about recognizing what it is that they're doing and what they enjoy. So if they have a podcast, if they have a portfolio of work, say they're a stylist or whatever it may be, you want it just to house everything that makes you, you. And now a word from one of our brand partners. We are almost finished with 2022. So crazy. At points it flew by while at others, it kind of felt like a super long year. If you felt the same during those times of stress, did you ever feel tightness in your tummy or have trouble sleeping? That could be because of your gut, not your brain. Your gut is really responsible for your stress response. So to manage stress and feel calm and in control, you have to give your gut what it needs to thrive. I trust Just Thrive Probiotic because it's recommended by some of the biggest names in the health industry, and it's been a game changer for helping me and Timmy and my brother-in-law, who I gave it to, sidestep gas, bloat, and constipation. And it's shown to help flip the switch on stress so you can really feel confident and in control. And for the next level stress management, I pair the probiotic with Just Thrive's breakthrough new formula called Just Calm. Just Calm's proprietary ingredients are clinically proven to do the almost unimaginable. They reduce perceived stress, improve sleep quality and energy, and even encourage better focus and flow. Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm make the perfect one-two punch to beat stress before it beats you. No fake marketing, no claims, just real scientifically proven results to help you be the best you. And right now, you can get 15% off this dynamic duo when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code WIT at checkout. Back to the chat. Okay, so getting back to Chloe Digital and just like the company itself, what does the team consist of? Sure. So we have two main parts of the business. So we have the more of the strategy side in the studio. So the studio like you're working with Mm -hmm. is producing new websites. If you're relaunching a content site, e-commerce, an app, et cetera, et cetera, the studio handles all of that. And it's amazing. We're working with loads of cool people. And then on the strategy side is with the growth strategy and business development. So we have a team of what we call growth managers who work with our clients on building sustainable creative businesses. And for us, this is really the lifeblood because there's so much that goes into kind of helping creators understand that they're the CEO of their own small business. Mm -hmm. And I think that often they just see themselves as talent. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you do work in the business as talent, but you also work on it as Mm -hmm. the boss. Mm -hmm. And you need to think about, okay, well, what are your goals? Like, what are your three-year goals for the business itself? How are you planning on growing the team? Like, how are you planning on adapting to new things that are coming out in the market, et cetera, et cetera, as Mm -hmm. we do as business owners. But I feel a lot of creators, like, negate thinking about that because it's like, okay, I just need to get the next partnership or the going to make some money on affiliates or whatever it may be. So for us, it's about helping them see themselves as the CEO of their own small business and then mapping out what a successful, scalable business looks like for them. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't know that that was part of your business. Yeah. 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 So how does it feel to be a CEO? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like being a CEO is just the biggest responsibility. Uh-huh. Like I think it's like the second biggest responsibility to having children. Like mm-hmm. I don't have children, but I'm like, wow. It's a that, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because mm-hmm. you've you've got the responsibility to yourself. You've got the responsibility to your team and you've got the responsibility to your clients. So it's it's heavy, but it's almost like 
a calling. Like I love it. I actually love the responsibility because I enjoy what I do so much. And the same way that we support our clients make an impact in the world, I like to think that I support my team to do that as well. Like I want them to be living their best lives in the same way I want the clients to, in the same way I want me to, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. So it is, I do fight, it's a lot, but I feel like it's an amazing experience to just level myself up in life. It's, I mean, I feel like you're, you as a CEO, I see it in, in a reflection of, of who we work with on your team. We, you, we have worked with some of the most amazing people and I'm just like, Chloe knows what she's doing when it comes to hiring someone. Like (laughs) what is happening with this creator world? Sometimes I feel a little bit like I'm spinning in space in this world, you know, like it kind of feels like still the wild, wild west. There's always new stuff. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And if Instagram were to shut down tomorrow, like what would happen to my business? Like, where do you think that, you know, creators who are thinking like big picture and being smart about it, where should we be like investing our time? Yeah, good question. So I feel and I think we've kind of had a little bit of a glimpse of this with now everybody speaking more about Web3 and what that looks like. What is Web3? I feel like the pinnacle of Web2 is where we're at in terms of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all these companies like running the internet. Okay. So they are in control. But to me, what I always find funny is that none of these platforms, when Facebook was first made, it was about connecting with like people that you knew, right? Right. But then it became about the creator economy and helping creators thrive. Okay. Same with Instagram. Uh So these all of these businesses like run the internet but they the lifeblood of those businesses are the creators Mm -hmm. but the beginning of the creator industry is so young that majority of the people that are in it are young Mm -hmm. right so they i feel that haven't got to the understanding of understanding their true importance and how that these companies are relying on them to survive because they are bringing the audience and then the audience brings on the advertisers right 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 so to me, it's, it's kind of sad because I think there's a real kind of misunderstanding with creators about their control. Mm-hmm. And Web3, I see as a time where creators take back the control and say, OK, well, it's actually my community. Mm-hmm. I've nurtured these people. I have the relationship with them and therefore I'm in control. Mm-hmm. What does that look like in terms of a platform? I don't know. But mm-hmm. I think it's more of a shift of versus followers and audience and how big that number can be versus I've got this tribe of people and I can connect with them and whatever you want to produce product service to kind of help them with their lives you can do so versus it was just so cool like you know we're at the stage now where when you meet somebody and they say oh you know you've got x million followers it's like this the stamp but when we die on your tombstone it's not going to say that you had five million no followers. one will care <laughs> So why in every article it always says how many followers someone has? It's like, they're not sheep. I, I, I don't get it. Right, right, <laughs> right. It's like a number thing. It's like you don't talk about how much you got paid for yeah, something. Right. Yeah. It's like a quantifying thing. Or the thing impact that, make that much you sense. made. Exactly. Right, right, it's like, right. it's so bizarre. So I think that the future is more about people creating these kind of community hubs that they can connect with and they, they can leverage and they can work together in, in different ways. And mm-hmm. I could go into more detail, but I think ultimately that's it. And I think the beginnings of where we were at, it was more about community. It was less about anything else, but build a community, sharing what you loved and people were attracted to it. And then we started to monetize and it became this whole beast. But I think we can still monetize because we have to create products and services to help people and their lives. Uh But I feel that what that will look like in the future will be 
just community based and nurturing, yeah. nurturing a community. Yeah, that's what's so hard about being an influencer is this need to kind of ant- be on every platform and perform for every platform and be everything to everyone. And it's like, gosh, I wish that everyone could just would just like go to my website and everything would be there, you know? Yeah. So we've been working with Maxine, who's in South Africa. Yeah. So she's who I was talking about, <laughs> who's like the most amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. She's so awesome. Are your employees all over the world? Do you yeah. have an op- but you have offices in London, right? No, office. no zero. Yeah. Okay, so no overhead when it comes to mm-hmm. rent or or oh my gosh. Yeah, like I'm really into the remote. The thing is, it's so hard. We're here in this beautiful office, and I look around and like there's a real energy when you can come together. I completely, completely feel that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like access to talent. When you have a remote culture, you can find people anywhere around the world who share that same brand message that you have. So when I find people in India, South Africa, Brazil, like wherever they are, I'm just drawn to those people. Mm -hmm. So I've really, for the period that we are in the business now, and this is even before the pandemic, we didn't actually go remote because of it. We Mm -hmm. were before. Mm -hmm. I'm just about this remote life. Like everybody travels. They change their work hours. Like everything is super chill. Yeah. You know, go to the gym in, in the afternoon. I'm so all about know? it too. Yeah. I feel like the days of the the typical nine to five are just not necessarily like in line with our human nature. Yeah. You know, it's just like not how we should be operating. Yeah. So I really like that. I mean, I... I work from home and then there's we we have a, like a very small team. Everybody else works from home, too. And we we bought this house like five minutes away to renovate into our own like headquarters. And so at first I was really excited about it to have like a place to go and yeah. for everyone to have that like camaraderie and be able to be more efficient. But I think that being like a head of a company and a CEO, you have to kind of be able to offer that freedom Mm -hmm. because I think it's so important to give that to your employees. I think that they respect it. I think that they, to have the option to go in or not to go in gives them that freedom and ease and happiness. So what does like a day in the life look for you right now? Like both personally and professionally. So for me, when I wake up, I, I meditate first thing. Like Mm -hmm. I, I've been on and off, but I know how important it is. Like, I'm really into, like, I'm doing a lot of research on, like, neuroplasticity at the moment. Yeah, I know it's a thing. I'll send what you some podcasts. About? Yeah. It's about, like, how the how you can, how the brain can change over time through positive and negative experiences. And because our brains are more predisposed to neg- 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 negativity. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, you know, if you get 10 positive comments and one negative one, you dwell Only on remember negative the negative one. Yeah, which yeah. is just how our brain works. So, mm-hmm. it's about how you can like work on meditation, visualization, all those types of things so that you can build your brain in a positive way. So meditating is super important to me. Exercising is super important. Mm -hmm. And the team know. And I think the way I am in the day is reflective of how my team is because I'm like, okay, well, I've got Pilates class at 11. So there's no call at that time (laughs) because I'm going to Pilates. But by back in the day, I'd think, oh my God, like what would they think if I'm going to a class at the middle of the day? I'm like, no, that's the only time you can do the class then. Go so be th- it. Yes. It doesn't matter whether it's at 6 a.m. or 11 a.m. Yeah. Like you're still going to figure out how to be productive. Literally, Thursdays at 11 a.m. is plotty. Yeah. So, yeah. So I like to start the day quite calm. And, you know, when the team starts to get in in the different times, there's obviously slacks going off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to have dedicated times where I'm checking those things. Otherwise, like someone will be asking you a question all day, every day. And right. You won't do any work. Same with like emails. Right. You'll um, just be responding to people yeah. as opposed to actually like, like leading what, your own to-do list. Exactly. Yeah. So, I spend a lot of my time honestly thinking. I spend so much time just thinking about the 
the future, the business? Am I happy with how we how we're growing? Is there any pivots that we need to make? Is there any new connections that I need to make? Mm -hmm. Because my team does everything that's the day to day. So I'm always thinking about where where we can go and Mm -hmm. what what does our true potential look like as a company? So I spend a lot of time doing that and then just meeting strategic partners. So Mm -hmm. here I'll be meeting strategic partners like DBA, Mm -hmm. having chats. How can we work together? Meeting up with clients for lunches. And I'm just super chill. I like to go for dinners. I like to have (laughs) a cocktail. You know, I should have brought a bottle of wine for (laughs) this. And just chill because I feel the fun thing about this, this job in this industry is really female energy and focus. So we like to have a good time, you know? Yeah. No stress. Yeah. (laughs) Now word from our sponsor. I do not like when my hair feels weak. I mean, who does? Like hair is everything. I mean, you know, not everything, but we love it. And I take such good care of it, but sometimes there's only so much I can do. So like many of you, I color my hair too and use hot tools, not all the time, but enough to make an impact on my hair. Both of those things can cause hair to weaken and become damaged. I am so thankful that there's a new product that I found that helps strengthen my hair. K18 is bringing you the future of hair care with their leave-in molecular repair hair mask that reverses damage in just four minutes. Shop K18's leave-in molecular repair hair mask at Sephora and Sephora.com. Unlike most products that just cover up damage, this clinically proven breakthrough repairs damage from bleach and color, chemical services, and heat on all hair types. The secret is in their patented K18 peptide born after 10 years of complex bioscience research to restore strength and elasticity in the innermost layers of your hair. Since damage is ongoing, you can start fresh with stronger, softer, smoother, bouncier hair that lasts. The best part is K18's easy leave-in fits into any routine. So you can repair daily damage with less stress and frustration and unlock new levels of self-expression. Bring your hair into the future with K18 Molecular Repair, available now at Sephora and Sephora.com. Back to the chat. So what are some of the projects that you're working on right now that you're excited about? Oh, so we're redoing our website at the moment. Ooh, okay. Yeah. What will people do when they go onto your site? Like, So they'll be able to learn about our primary membership, which is Gromos. That's the growth strategy and business development. Okay. So they can learn about that. They can sign up for that. There's also super other fun things. Like there's some games on there. There's like hidden things to discover. I just wanted to, the same like with you having that destination. I wanted that for CD. I wanted it to be fun. Yeah. And not just like come for serious information, but to feel like a bit of an adventure totally especially when we're yeah we're so plugged into social why not just make our website however we want it to be right yeah right. so we're doing that and then we're also also MVP in an app at the moment Ooh. yeah which should be fun and the vibe of the app is helping creators have a holistic view of their business so like I said they can see themselves as the CEO so okay. seeing all of their key data points in one place not just how they're looking on social but across the website the newsletter their revenue, everything together, all of the key numbers. Because I feel that right now, whenever you use a platform to see your key, key numbers, it comes from the perspective of how do you look better for the brand right. versus how do you just look good as a business? Right. Like what is your business health? Or not even good or bad. It's just like how does the business but, look? Yeah. Like not even measuring it. It's just like these are the facts of what your business yeah. is, which is hard to find. Yeah. Especially because 
each platform has like a different, they have different Mm -hmm. priorities of what's important to them. So you're like, wait, they don't even have data for this specific thing that I need or that's really awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so giant because it's coming from their perspective, right? Right. It's important to them. So Mm -hmm. we want to create a tool that's then important for you so you mm-hmm. can connect all of those things and then we can feed you the information of what your business looks like and mm-hmm. then provide you advice on what you can do to, to better it. Where do you look for website trends? Like if mm-hmm. I wanted to, like in, when I was talking about developing my website, not really knowing where to start, like where would you tell someone to start in terms of like educating themselves on what's important to have on their website and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, sure. So I think there's some really cool websites that you can go on to see about the different website trends. One's mm-hmm. called awards.com with three W's. Okay. And like people get like site of the day and all different types of websites. So you can go on there for e-com, marketing, blog, whatever. And then you can, they, their websites are like judged by like a panel. And it's cool because they really break down all the features from the website. So okay. I know my design team spend a lot of time on sites like that, award sites for websites, because you can then see why the panel voted it to do well because the user experience was good or the branding was good or all of these things come together. The Yeah, all of those different types of things. Mm-hmm. So I would say go on those types of websites. Another one is called CSS Awards and they're just great, massive directory of loads of websites that you can just get lost into. And then whenever deciding what you then want to do for your website, I'd say go on as many as possible and then just screenshot the cool features that you like. Mm -hmm. But screenshot the cool features that you'd like and also the features that you don't like. Mm -hmm. And just kind of write down, why did I gravitate towards that? Was it a feeling that it gave me? Or did I feel like it was easy for me to do something? Then over by doing that, you start to map out what a site for yourself could look like. Okay. What advice do you have for like young entrepreneurs? Wow. I would say the most important thing for young entrepreneurs is to feel passion for what they're doing. I think there's just so much like stimulus now. Like you're seeing everybody start a business every five seconds on TikTok when you watch somebody or whatever. And you just think, oh, I just want to start a business for the sake of it. But not everybody is meant to start a business. There's often entrepreneurs inside companies. Like I feel that the my team are full of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And the way I run the business is that we all are making those decisions. It's not let's wait for Chloe to make the decisions and we execute them. Mm-hmm. We make them together. So I would say definitely look within, think about your why. What are you passionate about doing? What could you continue to do forever? Mm -hmm. Just to see it like that. Is there anything that has stuck with you? Like any words of wisdom that anybody has said throughout the years that you've like lived by or you refer back to? Oh, I always refer back to just asking, asking Mm -hmm. for help. Mm -hmm. I think this is something I really, really struggled with. Like I've been in business for so long and worked with so many incredible people, but I would just never feel good enough to ask for help. I think, well, you know, maybe at this point in the distant future, I will think that I'm on a level that I can ask them for a favor of some sort. Mm -hmm. And I really had to do some soul searching into why did I have those limiting beliefs around like asking somebody because I'm pretty sure that they'd want to help me if I did ask. Totally. Um, And I definitely feel like, especially everything that happened with the whole BLM movement during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of black women, especially black female entrepreneurs, had this kind of like awakening of the fact that we we have the power mm-hmm. and we should be leveraging it. So mm-hmm. people would say to me, oh, you know, there's there's nef- nothing ever wrong with asking for help. But I would think, no, no, I can just do it myself. Like, I don't need to ask anybody for help. Mm-hmm. Imagine. Yeah. So now, <laughs> now I'm the queen of asking. Okay. I don't even think for a second of how I, I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm pretty sure 
Whitney, I saw that Whitney did X, Y, Z. I'm just going to ask her. Totally. And I think that that, that there's no ego there. And I think that will get you further. Yeah. Because when we think we know, we've know, we know everything, like that's the second that we're totally going to stay stagnant, Mm -hmm. you know? I would just say that I'm just so happy that we're working together. I feel like you embody what the reason why I started this business, you know, like you are a woman owning her story and creating impact, you know, every single day. And it's just such a blessing for me because it's so in line with with the path. So this is just like, I want to say symbiosis. I know, symbiotic. Yeah, yeah. it's like (laughs) we it's really it really has aligned, honestly. And I, I feel likewise so grateful to to be working with you and your team because I really do feel like your team is at the forefront of what is going on in technology and in building a website and I trust you implicitly you know like I just want to say Maxine shout out like (laughs) whatever she says I'm like yes we'll do that yes let's do that and like she's she's so creative too and they never stop like we've been working on it for a while now and I actually asked Annie the other I was like, let's get an update because I'm like so eager to launch it. But it's just because you guys put so much care and time and effort into everything. So the feeling is mutual. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.